Hey everybody, welcome back to Stadia Cast. This is episode 56, or I don't even know what number it is anymore. This is 56, <laughs> even though Lloyd and I did like a bonus episode in the middle of the week because we had a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, before we get started, we record the show live Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern. So if you're watching this after the fact, or if you're listening to this after the fact, come to the Sunday shows. There's lots of people that, that come and hang out, and we have a lot of fun uh, talking to everybody who's here. If you are here live and you want to support the show and you want to make sure that we see your message, use the Super Chat feature, just like uh, Paulin just did it just a moment ago. You can use that Super Chat feature. We can make sure it highlights your message and uh, we can take all of those messages and we talk about the, the the ideas that people had throughout the show at the end of the show. And I, I went right into my, uh, my normal thing and I never said, I'm Bill, that's Lloyd. Lloyd, that's you. That's me. That's that's, that's me. <laughs> that's me. That's me. How's it going? How's it going, Bill? Oh, uh, I can't complain. I I got nice. I got confused. I'm sorry. I screwed up the beginning. I we should all good. Lloyd's looking for a new co-host. Everybody. <laughs> no, no. This is this is too this is too good of a show to look for another co-host. That's if right. Anything you you have to replace me. No, we can't do that Cause, either. Because of my my rabbit punch hat. It's, uh, too many people talking about it. I, I'm I gonna have to change it up. I guess everybody loves that hat. <laughs> they they do. Uh, it was such a weird hat. And if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, "What? What is? What is with Lloyd's hat that everybody loves so much?" Go to the YouTube channel, check it out. You'll see it. You'll That's see right. it. This That's is right. episode uh, 56. Anyway, like I was saying, if you're here live and you want to support the show, use the super chat feature and become a part of the show that way. And of course, if you're not here live, if you are watching after the fact, because people have things to do, they can't always come to the live shows. That's okay too. Uh, use the join button to become a member. Uh, the members really do. Uh, the members are a, uh, a big portion of the revenue that we generate from That's this right. show. So thank you very, very much for becoming members. And if you want to know more about what you can get from being, being a member, check out the join button uh, right below the video. Uh, one thing that you can get is early access to some of our videos, which I've been doing uh, some Let's Play stuff, and the members have been getting that stuff early. All right, Lloyd, are you ready to start the actual show? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> chatting, just, chatting in the chat room. <laughs> Lloyd gets distracted by chat so easily. I do. I've got do. too much to do when we're doing the show, so I can't look at chat very much. So uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's good It's good that one of us gets distracted by it. All right. That's right. Uh, Lloyd, what have you been playing this week? Uh, actually, a fair bit. Um, I've uh, continued to jump into Borderlands 3 every once in a while. Uh, that content continues to be just absolutely fantastic. I'm trying to get the last of the achievements for the new DLC that dropped. Um, there's still some grinding I need to do to get that. Um, but then I'm playing some new things, which uh, we haven't talked about on the show before. Uh, Get Packed, uh, played a little bit of that, um, jumped into uh, uh, some multiplayer with you, Bill, and that, that's been a lot of fun. And then also uh, I started up last night, I was looking for, yesterday afternoon rather, I was looking for something new to do. And not that it's new, but because I've played it before and it's not a new game, but I jumped into Assassin's Creed Odyssey on Stadia. And I got to say, it looks absolutely beautiful running uh, streaming from Google's data center. Uh, it, it looks better. I played it on PlayStation 4. It looks much better than it did on my PlayStation 4. Um, and the best part is the load times are non-existent. So 
there was a bug playing, or I guess not a bug, but it was a feature, we'll say, of Assassin's Creed Odyssey when you played on PlayStation 4. If you took control of your eagle and sent your eagle scouting too far away, when you hit the back button to unscout your eagle, it would sometimes take like 45 seconds to reload the area of the game that your character was standing in. Um, oh. That doesn't happen on Stadia. So because the, as you, I, I haven't played the game, I'm assuming you scout areas out by controlling an eagle and he flies away from you, right? Yeah, so you can control his flight path. You can kind of, uh, you can zoom in, you can go up and down or whatever. But if you're playing on console, or at least when I was playing on console, if you got too far away from where your character was standing, um, I guess it has, it needs memory. So it starts uh, deallocating all that stuff where you're standing. Mm -hmm. And then when you hit the back button to immediately take control of your character again, um, if you were too far away, it would take like 45 seconds to reload in some of that stuff. Um, it doesn't happen on Stadia, at least not that I've I've been able to to make happen. I, I flew pretty darn follow, uh, far away just to test it. And I'm like, OK, yeah, no, this is next gen <laughs> next gen because there's no load times. Uh, it was um, it was a hell of a lot of fun. So uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey looks really good. I bought it when it was on sale. And um, this was one of the games that had uh, microtransactions built into it where you could get um, you could get cheats. Essentially, you could get uh, one and a half or half 50 percent more experience, 50 percent more money. Uh, and then a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of other uh, of things like map stuff and what, whatever. But you have to buy them with uh, in a, in in-game currency or uh, sorry, premium currency, not the in-game currency. And so I'm playing the game and I'm like. Well, you know what? I played this before. I kind of really want fifty percent more oh, experience. So two <laughs> buttons later, I I bought a premium currency pack and bought the the booster packs that I wanted. And I'm like, okay, Stadia really makes it too easy because it's like literally, I hit the button a couple times on my Chromecast and I and I spent twenty five dollars and and boosted my game. And it's like, okay, that was way too easy. So um, I guess there's some some bonuses and some uh, negatives with, uh, with Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so people in chat are saying, are you going to talk about the new announcement? We'll, we'll get there. Trust me. We will get there. I promise. Um, yeah. So I, I've been playing Octopath. I, uh, I, uh, Square Enix sent a review copy of that game uh, to me to check out, and I'm having an absolute blast with it. I've been recording um recording myself playing it uh, like a let's play series each episode's about a you know 20 minutes to a half an hour and i've already got like nine episodes recorded and uh there so i'm gonna going to slowly be dropping those out as uh time goes on but i'm having a blast with that game and uh look forward to me talking about it a whole bunch in the future i've also been playing get packed uh and uh i've also i have to say this um because my Discord was making fun of me, it is well known that I am not a fan of Monopoly as a game. Not necessarily the Stadia version, but or any video game version, just that particular board game I'm not a fan of. Um, but U Ubisoft sent a review copy of it to me. Uh, unfortunately, it happened after Lloyd had already purchased his, and I, I would have been like, well, I could give this to Lloyd, but Lloyd had already purchased it, so I was like, all right, I... I'll, I'll check it out. I'll play it with my family. So last night uh, we were downstairs, we were playing it and somebody saw me online playing Monopoly. And so then they screenshotted it and in the discord, which you can join over at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash discord. A while back, I had made these two channels in the discord. Monopoly is awesome and Monopoly is terrible. 
and I said, whichever one gets more something, I can't remember, more people saying something in it, that's the channel that gets to stay and the other one is banished forever. And the Monopoly is Awesome channel is the one that won. So it has more people, like more people wanted, like more people like Monopoly than hated apparently in my, or in our discord. So I had to get rid of the other one. And, <laughs> uh, th then sure enough, I muted that channel cause I didn't really care about Monopoly. Uh, I muted that channel so I couldn't see it. And then somebody in our mod chat, uh, for the discord sent me a message. They said, Bill, you've been found out. And then they linked and I clicked it and it took me to that channel. <laughs> and then one of my mod team has, has pinned the screenshot of me playing Monopoly Fantastic. in the discord. And I was just like, Oh man. So, uh, Lloyd and I are going to talk about Monopoly, but not during the show today because there's just too much. And, and the same mm -hmm. with with Get Packed. We're going to talk about that, but uh, not too much during the show. But since that's the game <laughs> that we both played this week, like <laughs> we'll do a really, really quick uh, hit on this. What do, what do you think of Get Packed so far? Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm I'm liking the the physics. I'm liking the uh, control. E each trigger kind of controls a hand. Um, that that's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I find it um, I find it a little bit janky in some areas, and and I think that's kind of the point. Uh, it's more like a uh, um, like a um, what Octodad kind of thing, where your lack of control is part of the fun of doing what you're what you're doing. Um, I I'm I'm a little surprised at the the lack of content in the game, though. Just the the number of levels seems a little bit small. I have that said, I haven't unlocked all of them, so maybe it's not that small. Maybe um, getting to some of the advanced ones does take a little bit of time. Um, but that to me, that's the only thing that um, I'm a little bit um, hesitant about with the game. Although in the menu, it says that there are more levels coming soon. So maybe this was part of the plan. They're going to have a steady trickle of new content coming to the game. But um, uh, the, the game itself, uh, it's been fun. Uh, as I said, just the the insanity of of not being able to control things or um, stepping out in front of a car and getting knocked down <laughs> and, or, or, or trapping Bill in the back of a moving truck um, accidentally on purpose. Uh, it, that, that, there's a lot of fun to be had there. Um, just uh, especially if you're on voice chat and you're yelling at your, your co-op partner um, lovingly. Uh, that is, uh, that is a lot of fun with this game. Yeah. Lloyd and I did a uh, video where he and I were playing get packed together. So make sure you check, uh, check that out. If you haven't already, I think it's a really fun game. My, you know, my biggest gripe with it so far is that like I went to play online uh, and mm -hmm. so I just filled with random people and it worked. I didn't, I didn't even have to wait very long. It filled with random people and then I, I, it just keeps taking me back to the same levels because right. they, they, they haven't gotten as far in the game as I have. And mm -hmm. I just wish it would say, all right, it doesn't matter what you've done already. Um, let everybody pick a level. Like I've seen this in a lot of games where you have all of these different levels and then everybody gets to just say, this is the one I want and then have it randomize which one between those yeah. and show us that process. So I don't feel like I'm not confused why, okay, I just did like the vampire level and then it took me to the one with the giant slide and then it took me back to the vampire level again. What is like, I can't figure <laughs> out what's going on with that. But uh, Lloyd and I will talk more about that in the future. I'm enjoying it. I think it's a really fun game. And yep. uh, 
it, it's perfect if you're playing with people over voice chat or I, I would assume locally. We haven't played it locally here in my house at all um, because we don't have bunches of uh, Stadia controllers laying around. But I think it's a I think it's a good game so far. All right, you ready for the news, man? Yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it. All right. The first thing of the news, obviously, is that there was a there was a Stadia Connect this week, and I have mm-hmm. to say that was on Tuesday. It doesn't that feel like forever ago? It does. Like time <laughs> is so weird. It's so weird these days. Um, but yeah, it does feel like it was like a couple weeks ago, and we've already talked about it, and it's in the past. But no, it was this week. It was like I was putting together the show notes this morning, and I I was like, have we had a a, a podcast since? <laughs> The, the connect came out because it feels like it was forever ago but no it was this week it was on tuesday uh so stadia posted uh basically a recap of it uh on their community.stadia.com uh, and so mm-hmm. let's go through the the big parts all right sure the big parts of this uh so PUBG, have you played that at all i have not on stadia Okay, I'm not a fan of PUBG. I- I'm going to play it just so I can compare my uh, PlayStation uh, experience with my or my I think I played it on Xbox, my Xbox experience with Stadia. Um, but I, I have not I have claimed it, uh, but I haven't played it. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I claim stuff like instantaneously every time I played like three matches. I mm-hmm. don't like that game. Yeah, I also I haven't played it on PC or on whatever other places it is. So I don't know if this is par for the course. I know it's like a three-year-old game or whatever. Man, it just looks awful. Like the graphics yeah. don't, they don't, they do not look very good. Like even yeah, a little, I, it, I know that they were going for realism. And whenever you go for realism at the time, that always comes back to bite you later on because it just yeah. doesn't hold up go yeah. ahead it, it it's it's definitely a game that um well it was based on another game um so they they it was a mod essentially of another game um and um back when it was being developed that it was pretty photo real or not photo real but it was it was very uh, realistic looking um but things evolved and the game couldn't keep up with it and, and it's since been reworked and all that stuff um since the original version of it came out um but it is an older game, and uh, even how sparse the game is, uh, trying to get it like when it first came to Xbox, it was running at like ten frames a second. Like it was, it was a, it was a beast uh, to optimize and get working. So I, I think, uh, I think it's the any issues with the game have to do with the old engine that they were using, and um, updates haven't really increased some of that uh, playability much, uh, or or the, the beauty of the game much, but. Um, there's still a large uh, segment of the population that really loves uh, PUBG, which is which is great. I've played it. Um, I was more I was a Fortnite guy. I I loved how easy it was to drop in and play a Fortnite game. Um, but there, when I look at my friends list on Stadia, and I have like uh, 60 people online playing games, there's a large portion of them that are online playing PUBG. So this is uh, this this was a good get for Stadia, I think. Oh, I I agree. Look, uh, I may not like the game, but that doesn't mean I don't think it should be on the platform. There's a lot of games on the platform that I don't care about, and that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Uh, not every game has to be for me. And there's far too often I see people complain about, I'm never going to play this game, so it shouldn't be on Stadia. And to mm-hmm. those people, I say, what is your problem? Just don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Why exactly. would you not want... 
why would you not want somebody else to have a game that they want on a platform? You know what I mean? Uh, yep. So I'm looking at my um, my friends list right now. Uh, there's 44 online, and as I'm scrolling through, there's PUBG, there's PUBG, uh, there's PUBG, there's PUBG. Yeah, there's a bunch of people playing PUBG right now. So it, it's mm-hmm. definitely a popular game, and uh, I think that that's a great get for Stadia, just like you said. Uh, go ahead. You were about to say something. I was going to say Consigno in the in the chat room says uh, console people love that it's 60 frames a second on Stadia and PC people love that there's no cheating on it, um, which is one of the big things. Like if you watch uh, like YouTube clips, there's always people using aimbots if they're playing the PC version of of PUBG. Um, that is not a possibility on Stadia, which is another another big win for uh, PUBG on Stadia. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and. I I mean, they say that there's no way to cheat, and you know, because the hardware is not in your possession, that makes sense. But I think eventually people will find a way to to cheat by using some kind of I don't know analysis that's happening on Chrome that watches things. Do you think it's possible? <laughs> You're a developer. I I don't think so because all it's sending is the is the video data, so it's not sending um, because what happens. Um, to get into the weeds a little bit for some of the aimbots that were happening um, for other games, like say Halo, uh, basically what happens is the server is sending you the info of everybody that's on the board. Because if you move around a corner, you need to be able to see that Bill is over here behind this tree. So you know where everybody is, even though you can't see where everybody is. So the aimbots know that, and that's how you can shoot people through um, walls and things like that. If all that Stadia is doing is sending you the video frame of what you're currently seeing, you don't know where anybody else is. So there's no other way to do aimbots. Maybe there's going to be a way that if, uh, say, all the enemies are always red, maybe there'll be some way that it can, uh, using Chrome, can automatically target anything that's always red using, like, a Chrome plugin. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that would even be uh, something that would be usable down the road. But the the standard aimbots that we have, um, it's, pro- it's not going to be the same. And, and if they do happen, it's going to be, it's not going to be as bad as knowing where everybody is on the map and knowing that they're behind this wall so you can shoot them through the wall. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. Good to know. All right, what else did they talk about on uh, for the the, the Kinect? Um, well, they they mentioned the uh, the other games that we're getting for free in May, yeah. which is, um, oh gosh, uh, Zombie, Zombie Army Zombie 4. Army. Yep. Uh, which I have not played yet, and the Turing Test, which I have not played yet. Did you play either of those yet? Uh, Zombie Army 4 is what I'm going to be playing right after doing this show. Okay. Uh, So then I guess what I will do is I will record some uh, Turing tests so that we can post like a a first look of that. Uh, You Mm -hmm. also... What else? SteamWorld Heist as well. SteamWorld Heist. SteamWorld Heist. Yeah, I kept seeing SteamWorld Dig here, and that was confusing me. Yeah, SteamWorld Mm -hmm. Heist is the other one. So... Three games in May. That is really surprising that they're giving us three games. And even better, if you count the little the little uh, oblong rectangles on the screen, that means you get 12 games as a pro member uh, just for signing up for pro, which you don't even have to pay for right now. You get it for free. So um, pretty, pretty darn good deal from Stadia. That is, that is a really good deal. 12 games for zero dollars. Um, yep. Why would anybody say no to that? I'm sure that there's still people that will say no to that, but... That's that's awesome. It's it's mm-hmm. a really good way to hit the ground running with your library. You start playing, you, you know, you sign up and instantly you have a bunch of games to play. And if you look at this, 
there's a really good variety of games to play. You've got shooters. You've got like uh, I don't really know what the Turing test is anyway. I assume it's like a puzzle kind of game. Puzzle. Okay. Puzzle game, yep. You've got a Metroidvania. You've got a local multiplayer and online multiplayer uh, weirdness with Spitlings. You've got a racing mm-hmm. game. You've got uh, another puzzle game with stacks on stacks on stacks. You've got a really cool adventure game with guilt. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a fantastic lineup of a bunch of free stuff. I yeah. I just can't imagine anybody saying no to that because they're just so awesome. And you get these for two full months, uh, which is, remember, is crazy. Remember when we were first talking about Stadia and they said, yeah, you'd get uh, you'd get a game every couple months or so. Um, that that obviously is not the case anymore. People are like, oh, Stadia sucks. You're only going to get one free game for every couple months. Nope. 12 free games. (laughs) This is what Stadia is. And it doesn't mean that it's going to keep up like this forever, but uh, I would think that this is working well for Google and they're probably going to keep keep a, a, a large number of games in the free game library just to encourage people to keep paying for Pro once uh, the free two months are over. Yeah, it, it's weird because we thought like there's been many times where we would where we've said they can't keep giving us free games because they're running out of games to give us because you know yeah. as much as we're fans of Stadia, the library is small. And I mean it's yeah. growing and it seems to be growing at a at a pretty good clip, but the library is small and they're going to be like everything's going to be free eventually. That's what it felt <laughs> like for a while. Uh Sure. Go ahead. And then and then in May, they add three new games and give them away for free with PUBG, right. Turing Test, and Zombie Army 4. It's like, okay, well, maybe they can keep giving us games. They just keep adding games and then giving them away and adding them, uh, bringing them over and and cutting deals with the developers and publishers to get those uh, to get those games in into people's libraries. It's um, yeah, such a such a great deal. And then the, another thing that they mentioned in the Connect was Octopath Traveler and Get Packed were like available now. Uh, we yep. kind of already talked about those, and we'll go into those in more detail uh, at another time. Uh, and then EA comes to Stadia. Mm. Uh, this is huge, absolutely huge. Uh, yep. They got Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Madden, and FIFA. Now, Madden and FIFA, they say that they're coming this winter. Um, and then you said when we first talked about this, you said that it was, um, that these are games that are mostly, uh, how did you phrase, uh, uh, like they usually come out in the fall, right? Usually. Yeah. Usually around fall. Um, but who knows if that's going to actually happen this year because of the way that, um, COVID is forcing teams to not play, it's going to push seasons. Um, so maybe they are planning to come out in winter. Or because there's a new console generation, maybe they're waiting to come out on the new consoles as well. So maybe this will be day and date on Stadia. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think it's going to come out later on Stadia, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, it's it's great news anyway, because there's so many people that play FIFA and Madden. Um, those, those are huge, huge games for EA. Um, and then having them on Stadia is great because you'll be able to play them on whatever device you have in front of you. You know, there's something I wonder if they will come out at like, let's imagine that they're not delayed because of COVID, but uh, they they come out at their regular release window and Mm -hmm. we'll say we'll say Madden comes out in the fall. The game is released on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And then when Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 launch in Christmas time, uh, they launch on there and Stadia at the same time, because you know, all of the next gen consoles together uh right. and, and you know stadia is very much next gen if you ask me 
100 percent. yeah that would be a great way for them to do it for sure yeah so uh um, then we've got a bunch of new pro deals i'm not going to list off all of them if no. you look through all of these is there anything in here that jumps out at you as oh you gotta check this out well, Rage 2 is half off again, uh, so it's available for 30 bucks. And also Monopoly is 75% uh, off, so down from 40 to $10. And um, I, I bought it to do the uh, uh, to do the first look and to throw a bunch of jokes about Bill in the video. That's really why I spent my $10. <laughs> and I got my $10 worth, even if I never played again. So it's uh, it's a pretty decent deal for, for $10. Yeah, and it works. It works well on on you know everybody sitting around uh, in the living room, and you got it up on the TV, and you just hand the the controller around. I love that they added that in that you could just pass around just one controller, and yep. uh, you know here you go, roll the dice, do your thing. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's pretty cool like that. Um, let's see in this list the the deal that I ended up um, taking advantage of was um, the Division Two. I bought that uh, a couple days ago. It's sixty-seven percent off right now. That's not even a pro, or no, that is a pro deal, but that's like an older pro deal. And I kept, I kept putting it off and saying, "I'm not going to get it yet. I'm not going to get it yet. I don't need it right now. I've got all these other games." And then I was watching a friend of mine uh, stream it uh, on his Twitch channel, and I was like, "Man, this game looks really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this up. And even if I'm not gonna play it right now." 67% off. I wanted to get it now while it was cheap because sure. I, I'm looking forward to to playing that. Uh then they they have new deals for everyone. Now I you know, I have goldfish memory. I can't remember things. I forget all the time. <laughs> so let me ask you Lloyd. Yep. Is this the first time that we've had deals that have not been only for pro subscribers? It's funny cuz I was going to ask you the exact same thing. This is the first time that I can remember having a sale on a game that wasn't tied to a pro um i i can't think of any other time that that happens so um possibly yes i'm sure uh the chat will keep us honest and let us know um, but i believe that this is the first time that it was a non-pro deal which is uh that's great that means that this is going to be coming coming now in the future as um, these games are on sale and, and something like Monopoly is $20 or $10 if you have pro. So yeah. you buy your pro subscription for $10. It costs you the same amount of money as buying Monopoly at its 50% off price. And then you get all these other games um, so they can start having cost benefits um, for for things like that. Uh, CMR is saying Destiny 2 had a non-pro sale. That's right. Um, because of people coming off of um, the founders pack, they they sold it for um, for a cheap price, just so people could keep playing um, Destiny Two. That's right. That that feels like that's a weird one-off thing, though. I think. Yeah, that feels like something that they did in reaction to a thing, not like, hey, these are games that just happen to be on sale right now. Oh, by mm -hmm. the way, it's a better discount if you're a pro subscriber. I think that's great. The other platforms do this. This is definitely something that needs to happen. Uh, one of the games in here that is on sale. Uh, that I'm going to call out. I know it's only 10% off, but Darksiders Genesis is mm. a phenomenal game. It plays really, really well on Google Stadia, and I had an absolute blast playing through that. I loved Darksiders Genesis, even though it was not the kind of game that I thought it was going to be. It turned out to be really more of an action game than an action RPG uh, but I had so much fun with it. It's only 10% off, but it's still a fantastic game. 
And uh, if you want to get 20% off, then that's it. That's like one of those examples where it's 10% off for everybody. And then for pro subscribers, it's 20% off. I think it's awesome. Anything else that you want to talk about from the Connect? Uh, no, just just the fact that um, the Connect itself, we talked about it in our breakdown video, um, but the messaging has changed. It's now game gaming for everyone, instant play, no downloads, no patching, no no mention of 4K, no mention of 60 frames a second. Uh, Google has changed their messaging and it is for the better. And I love this. I love the new marketing slogans that they have. So uh, congratulations, Google. Uh, you've you've I think you finally turned a corner in your marketing, which is uh, which is a really great thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, you can I mean, people can probably say it's probably because Bill and Lloyd kept saying it. What do you think? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> probably yeah, I think they, they listen to us. They <laughs> well, they do us. listen, but, you know, we're not. <laughs> we don't factor into the decisions they make. I was making a joke. No. All right. Exactly. So the thing that a lot of people are excited about this week, uh, actually, we've been going for about a half hour. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll tell you why everybody's excited about something that was not in the connect. Stick around, everyone. Now, bring the arcade experience home because your vision is our vision. ColecoVision. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is the thing that everybody's excited about. And and when you were talking earlier about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, chat was like, are you guys going to talk about Valhalla? Because first off, that cinematic looks awesome. But I'm going to I'm going to say something here and instantly everybody's going to say send rage things at me in chat. So I'm ready for this. Here we go. I'm getting getting ready to boo you. I've never played an Assassin's Creed game. Ever. I know. Ooh. All right, send all your booze. So I'm I'm gonna I'm handing this over to Lloyd. He's full screen camera <laughs> right now. Lloyd, tell people why people explain why everybody's excited for this. And I also am excited because it looks good. Well, the the setting, uh, being able to play in the world of Vikings and um, kind of like with, with Odin and and all this other stuff that was in the trailer. Uh, personally makes me really excited because um i love vikings uh i love the thought of being a vikings of a viking um you're not gonna be more than one person um but just the trailer itself it shows um that um the assassins were around um but it didn't really show it right till the end of the video whereas hidden blade came out to uh to to assassinate someone so it seems like this may be a little bit of a different take on your standard uh assassin's creed i've played them all I've played from Assassin's Creed 1 and loved it all the way up to uh, Odyssey. I've played it now on a couple different platforms. Um, Odyssey is way better than Assassin's Creed 1 was. Um, the original games were basically run around, tick things off a map, assassinate the final guy, game over. Um, and they also had a lot of play where you're in the real world and also in the Assassin's Creed world. Uh, Odyssey changed that a lot where it's now an RPG. So your items level up or your items have levels rather. As you level up, you get access to other items. Um, there's a, a thousand different bits of content around the map. There's a bunch of different areas on the map as well. Um, so Odyssey has easily 100 hours worth of content in it where the first games were like 20, 30 uh, our games and the problem back in the day was they were coming out with assassin's creed every single year and now it's multiple years between assassin's creed they can really spend the time developing a really awesome world to explore and um when i found out that there's going to be like a um a viking settlement mode in this game where you can actually 
uh, start a settlement and and keep track of it and and help it out and 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 go and raid resources for it. it reminds me a little bit about what you do in Red Dead Redemption, which then makes me really excited about where this game is going to go. So um, Odyssey is fantastic. If you want to play a really good Assassin's Creed, it's on sale regularly on Stadia, um, where you can get it for a really decent price. And that'll give you a nice taste for what... Um, what Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to be. Um, I, I love Vikings and I just cannot wait to jump into this world and explore uh, just a, a whole other setting from any other Assassin's Creed. I'm, I'm really excited for it. So let me ask a question. Are they still doing that, that thing uh, that they did in the older ones where you are like going into virtual reality mode to relive your yeah. people's past or whatever? They still do that in like Odyssey? Yeah, so you at the start of the game you jump right into it and you're you're exploring the bloodlines. So the basically the story behind Assassin's Creed for people that don't know is that um, they've developed uh, this company called Astergo in the game has developed a way to look at your DNA and uh, there's memories of your ancestors that are encoded in your DNA. So you go into um, you, you go into the Animus. It reads your DNA and you're reliving memories that your ancestors did. And what they're trying to do is find the assassins the templars if depending on the game that you are and then also the the original uh or the uh i think what are they the, i think that i think they were called the originals in one game and they're called something else in another game which is a, a race uh, of beings that existed before everybody else so you're basically looking at memories that are in your dna so um in previous games you would do a mission in the animus and then you'd come out and you would do a mission in the real world and you'd go and and tappy tap on your keyboard and and try to try to break into someone's office there's less of that in modern games but there's still a little bit of um of of what's happening here um in 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 the games so uh, it's it's fantastic i love the world i love the uh i, I love the storyline um beyond uh, or in the game but beyond that um the fact that the modern games are are having less less interaction in the real world and more just inside the animus makes them um, much fa much faster and and easier just to to lose yourself in because you're not constantly being pulled out of that experience to go do something in the real world which was one of the complaints for um some of the older assassin's creeds all right what do you wish that they would just get rid of the the real world <clears throat> aspect of the game um, no, because I, I love I love the story that has been running from the first game till this one um, and and the animus and and all the all the entities that are around it are there's there's a storyline there and you can ignore it if you don't like it, because especially in Odyssey, there's not much time that's spent outside of the animus. Um, but um, but I love that it's there and it gives you like little 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 story ticks. And I'm sure down the road assassin's creed 40 uh, there's going to be some big payoff where all this stuff is going to come together um but uh but yeah I, I like that it's that it's there so as as the as the weirdo who has not played any assassin's creed games if i were to mm -hmm. jump in with valhalla or even odyssey because i know that you yep. love that game um yep. would i be like what the hell is going on are there a bunch of references that i'm not going to understand or do they do a good job compartmentalizing it uh they, they do a really good job compartmentalizing each each game is its own experience um each each story tells its own thing um 
the the character that you play well that's not true because some of the other earlier ones you were you're Ezio for a while and you were uh you were you were some other other characters from multiple games but in in this one it's like every every play every game that you play is is its own compartmentalized story uh, and the real world stuff happens behind the scenes and whether you choose to pay attention to that you don't really have to um but uh it, I, I would say jump in with odyssey it's it's by far the best game in the series and um you can basically spend like i said 100 hours just exploring the world uh, it's one of those games like breath of the wild where if you can f- climb to the top of a mountain and get up there somehow there's going to be something there there's going to be a little bit of content there's going to be a little treasure chest or a little box or something to collect um it might not change your game and and make you overpowered but it's the fact that the developers thought far enough ahead to put something in a place where they think that people will finally find a way to get up there. Um, so game design like that, I, re- I really dig. And you can even go exploring underwater and there'll be treasure chests and and things to loot under the water. Like it's, there's so much content in this game. I, I just can't imagine the amount of people that it took to just add random content that has nothing to do with the story or any of the storylines or any of the quests um it just there for people to find it's uh it's definitely a, a game that shows that the developers that are working on it love the world they love what they do and it's uh it's just a joy just to run around and explore and 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 just be part of the uh of the worlds um that you're exploring well, perhaps next time it goes on sale, I will pick it up. But I'm going to wait because I've got tons to play right now. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some uh, Stadia features. We've been talking a lot about games. Uh, let's talk mm-hmm. about a Stadia feature. Uh, really, I haven't used very much. My uh, my phone is an iPhone, so I'm an iPhone guy. I know you're an iPhone guy as well. Uh, and, mm-hmm. of course, a lot of people here are very big fans of Google, so they're all going to be like, boo, and this is the second time that we've been booed today. But that's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> um, so I can't take advantage of this part. I do have a Chromebook, but Stadia – or uh, Stadia. I don't know why I said that. But my – like, I almost never use my Chromebook. It sits over there on the other – like, I used to bring it to work every day, but then when I got a keyboard for my iPad, I just bring my my iPad. So, do you ever use a Chromebook at all? No, um, never. My my kids use them at school, and I I keep almost buying them when they're like certain Chromebooks are on sale for like 150 bucks, um, like being blown out. I, I keep wanting to buy a couple of them just for the kids to do schoolwork on. Um, but yeah, no, I I have a I have a like a, a really expensive uh, work laptop and I have a, uh, a, a couple other uh, machines in the house. Um, so I don't need to buy um, a, a cheaper Chromebook just to have around the house for myself. Um, so yeah, no. Yeah. We have Chromebooks around the house for the kids to do their schoolwork on, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And I've used Chromebooks before. Chromebooks are fantastic for just doing web browsing stuff. And it's awesome mm-hmm. that you can play Stadia on it. But there's a new feature that I don't really get to take advantage of, and that's that the Google Assistant uh, can now launch Stadia games directly on Android and Chromebooks. Uh, right now, if you have a Chromebook, you can say, hey, keyword, do this, and it will you know, look things up or whatever, uh, and it will launch a game for you, which is awesome. You can say, hey, keyword, play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it will launch on your Chromebook. It will also launch if you've got Android phones, uh, apparently, which is really, really cool. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious if there are people out there who are using that very much. Like right now, 
that's the extent of the use of the Google Assistant with Stadia. I know that uh, last year at GDC, they showed off, hey, look, uh, how do I get past this level? And then they showed in Tomb Raider how it would go and find a YouTube video that figured out where you were in the level and then showed you a solution uh, based on where you were, which is awesome. And I'm looking forward to that feature actually coming. I anticipate that that will only happen on uh, games that have like the hooks built into it where they say, okay, well, if they say it at this point, this is like, this is, uh, you know, it marks this part of the game as, you know, it has like, like a number. And then if you've played it on Google Stadia, then it's probably, you know, because they're, you know, if maybe somebody captured it, it, it tags it with that number or something, and then it can go find a tag and then match them up or something. I don't know how it's going to work, but I, I look forward to that sure. working. I'm curious how many people out there are using the Google Assistant to play Stadia. I only do it every once in a while. Like if I just say, hey, I want to play this on my TV. I, and I, and n- nine times out of 10, I get the wording wrong. And because I get the wording wrong, it like brings up a YouTube channel or something because I haven't said exactly the right phrase. Do you ever use uh, Google Assistant to start stuff? Um, or I just do start, once I'm in a sorry, while. Just start Stadia. Yeah, it's like okay, keyword start uh, Borderlands Three on basement TV, and it'll it'll start up, and then I go grab a cup of coffee or whatever I'm doing, and I come. By the time I come back, it's it's ready and playable. Um, so I use that every once in a while, um, not as much as I should probably because it's just a super easy way of of getting the game loaded. But um, but yeah, this is really cool because if you uh, on a Chromebook, if you say, um, OK, play Destiny 2, um, it will just start the game. It doesn't bring you to the normal Stadia UI where you look at the you look at the game list and then the game starts. So it's it's a really quick way for people that have a Chromebook to to jump right into the game, um, which is uh which is really great. Um, I If I had a Chromebook, I would be using this uh, to start my games for sure. Yeah, uh, I think it's cool. Um, my, br- my brain wants to say play this game, mm, and that's yeah. why it goes to YouTube. So I have to think, exactly. I have to remember to say start. Uh, but I use, I use the, the Google Assistant all the time at the house. Like we'll say, hey, play. Uh, my wife and I have been watching this show uh, called Afterlife on Netflix. It's awesome, by the way. Uh, Ricky Gervais is is uh, the writer and director and star of it. But you, I, we just say, hey, keyword play afterlife on the bedroom TV, and it comes up, and we watch it. Or you know, the kids are coming up the stairs. We say, hey, hey, keyword pause, and it pauses. Uh, so I use nice. the Google Assistant all the time. I just never use it for Stadia. I like that they're adding more uh, more accessibility with that, uh, and I look forward to getting more stuff with the Assistant. Now, speaking of features. Um, Mortal Sloth in chat uh, says, have you used the game invite link via profile image? It gives you a custom link to let people jump into your game. Um, when that feature, I mean, that feature has been around since the game or since, since Stadia first came out. That's always been a thing where you could just invite people with a link, but you can only do it on Chrome. And I never mm-hmm. play on Chrome. I'm always playing on Chromecast. So right. I don't really use that. However... You know, I I recently was um, I wanted to get a link uh, in order to like right now you can you can get a or since it's since Stadia has come out, you have been able to go out, get a link and then take that link and then put it in the description of the YouTube channel or something. And then people could click on that and it would start the game for them. 
Uh, so mm -hmm. I loaded I loaded up Chrome to do in order to do that. And what I did notice when I when I was doing that, because if you look at our show notes, it's got links to the games that we've been playing. Um, mm -hmm. What I did notice is I've got 4K now almost every time on on Chrome. And right. that was something that was definitely not happening before. So I think that that's awesome. Once we get wireless play, I might I might utilize that more often. But right now, I just I just use the Chromecast, and because I use the Chromecast, I can't take advantage of that because right now Google does not have feature parity across all of the different ways that you can play. So you know the yeah. interface is slightly different on on Chromecast than it is on Chrome. And I would love to be able to just use my phone and send somebody a link that that uh, for the game that I'm playing on my Chromecast, but I can't. And so I don't think that that's going to get used as much as it could. Yeah, and then exactly. Lloyd's typing. I thought I thought you were getting ready to say something. I'm sorry. No, getting ready to type. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, another feature that I think a lot of people are going to be very excited about. This one comes to us from 9to5Google. A lot of 9to5Google stuff today. Uh, they, they, they get a lot of this stuff because they pick apart the APK that comes mm -hmm. out. Uh, and uh, I don't like the headline. The headline is Stadia to become Google's next messaging app, which kind of makes people think, wait, I'm going <laughs> to use Stadia to talk to my mom? No, it just means no. that you're going to be able to message people in Stadia, which is a thing in all... Well, oh, I almost said all gaming platforms, but you can't do it on Nintendo. Uh, but here's what they found in their APK teardown. There is a message history panel title uh, labeled text chat. There is a batch get chat messages. There is a chat messages link. There is a chat messages model. There's a bunch of stuff about chat messages. This is, I, I can't believe that they launched without chat without text chat <laughs> being able to send a message to somebody what do you think about sure. this lloyd uh, i think it's good um i i want the ui to be very um like out of the way i want to be able to pull up my text chats um at, at any point um but not have them like make my screen super dirty uh, like covered it covered in chat chat bubbles if if it's a really chatty uh, group of people mm -hmm. um i'm excited for it though and i love that there's also a new privacy setting um where you can say who can send you chat messages so yes. if you want only your friends or um or no one uh to send you chat messages you can turn that right off which is which is great so you're not going to join a random match and then get spammed with hateful messages um because you can just filter that stuff out if you want Right. I, I'm a little worried about um, the the privacy setting that you're talking about, only for people like you and me who do our content creators around Stadia. And we have huge, huge uh, lists of friends like I, I would really, really like it if Google would give us a way to say these are the people like, look, I, I love friends like, yeah, best friends or super friends or whatever it is that you want to call them. Uh, yep. This is the group of people that I will actually text chat with. And these are the people that I will just play a game with. And there's a difference between those because as somebody who has a giant friends list like you and I do, that quickly becomes kind of overwhelming. I get, I constantly get um, invites to games that I'm not even playing all the time. Yep. And I, I think that part of that is not the fault of the people who are sending me messages or are not messages, but invites. It's partly because when you're looking at it, it doesn't show what the person is playing. So, you know, you're playing mm -hmm. doom 
eternal and you bring up the you're like oh i'm gonna invite somebody to play oh look bill's online well bill's playing get packed right now and it doesn't show you that so like you just bring it up and you're like all right well i'm gonna invite bill oh i'm busy playing some other game uh so it would also be nice if google would change the ui to say only if you're gonna invite people only invite people that are playing those games uh that's just yeah i i think that the ui has some work to do overall but i don't think it's a bad ui i just think it 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 definitely needs some work sure yeah they they need to look at what other companies are doing like what xbox xbox has always been the best for messaging and parties and and those systems uh playstation does a decent job but xbox there's it's definitely the best in my opinion and messaging and party party chat and stuff like that right uh, JB in chat says, funny, I can see what you're playing in the app. And yes, you can. But if you go into a game that you're playing and you say invite somebody and you hit that invite button, it just brings up a list of uh, like a list of your friends. And it's not even alphabetical. So like I was streaming Get Packed the other day and people in chat were like, I want to join. And I couldn't find them in my friends list. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can see that you're playing right now, Bill. So we're, we must be friends. But I couldn't find them because my 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 list of friends was too long and it wasn't an alphabetical order. And it was just, it was really, really kind. I don't know. The whole friends list needs to be yeah. fixed. And it's, and each game does it differently. Like when you go into Borderlands um, and you go into um, kind of like the social part of Borderlands, I can see everybody that is online and it just says they're not, they don't have a character selected. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so do they have the game? Can I invite them? Like what's, what's happening here? So there, there needs to be, um, I guess the, the game developers have to do some work along with, um, with Google to get this right. Absolutely. All right, uh, we've got one more story. I think it's one more story for today. Yeah, one more story for today, mm-hmm. and because we're already getting long. Uh, it says here, um, we're, oh, uh, Google plans to bring a new Chromecast Ultra based on Android TV with a remote. Um, do you nice. use Chromecasts in your house, Lloyd? No, I just use the one that's on this monitor so I can play Stadia. Um, I have Apple TVs on every um, every television in the house because all my content was on iTunes. Uh, so um, Chromecast was never something that I got into. Okay, we we have Chromecasts. We also have Apple TVs, uh, but we also have Chromecasts because, um, well, the first time I, I got one because they were super cheap, right? And Apple TVs were expensive. And then when the then I got another one when I got my Stadia Founders Edition, and then I was like, well, now we've just got one TV that doesn't have it, so I'm just going to buy another one and put it on that TV. Um, so now we now we have an Apple TV on all of our TVs, which is because we have a lot of stuff that we bought through iTunes. Um, but we also have a Chromecast, and that means we can play Stadia on any screen, which is awesome. Uh, one of my biggest complaints about Chromecast is that you have to use your phone or you mm-hmm. have to use the Google Assistant. The Google Assistant makes things much easier, but for the most part, you got to use the phone. And that means that it's kind of a pain. It's kind of a pain. Uh, but Android TV has a remote. And so that means that the new Chromecast might have a remote. Here's why I'm talking about it on a Stadia show. Do we think that there will be anything in this that is not already in like any features, any Stadia style features that are not already in 
the Chromecasts that we got that shipped with the Founders Edition? I don't. I don't think so. Um, I, w- I would highly doubt it. Um, uh, someone asked me a question on Twitter a while ago. Do you think the Chromecast that comes with Stadia is going to be uh, usable at 8K? And it's like, well, no, I definitely don't think it's going to be usable at 8K just because of bandwidth concerns and processor, um, the processor required to decode that stream. Um, so maybe this one will have uh, the potential to go up to 8K for, for newer TVs. Um, I, I, I'm not, not sure on that, though. Um, that would, to I would me, that would be it. the only potential. That would mean that it would, and look, I'm not uh, into HDMI standards and specs and all that stuff, but wouldn't that mean that it would have to have HDMI 1.2 or something? And wouldn't it need to be, I mean, 8K is very intensive. Them squeezing the, the, the stuff down to decode 8K into something that small, like, do you really think that's possible? A potential, but I, I mean, it just it, it just need a faster faster uh, GPU to do that. Uh, you need HDMI two point one. Uh, yeah, is, I said that one point two. That's what I meant. I think it's two point one. Um, so I mean, th- that spec's been out there for a while. So I, it doesn't wouldn't surprise me if it's there. I, I just think uh, it, having that that fast of of a of an SOC in a small little device this early when there really aren't. 8k sets in in the world yeah. <laughs> i mean there are they're really expensive but it's not something that you would go to best buy and buy a 300 tv set that has 8k support on it yet um that will come um and then these devices will will come down the road with um with, with 8k support i would assume now one of our members in chat gem is saying new chromecast will most likely support av1 which is a a, a codec um while the chromecast ultimate 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 does not support <laughs> av1 so that could mean that the i mean because right now they're using vp9 uh and uh, i'm not up on codecs and stuff like that but i'm assuming that av1 is more i don't want to say reliable well, what's the word that i'm looking for lloyd um well i know that av1 is an open standard uh, which is nice. So it means that no no third body or third party body owns the um, owns the the rights to it. I believe. So that's that's going to be good. But if you can, if you ask me what the difference between VP nine and AV one are, I yeah, I don't I don't know um, specifically what the differences are. What makes it better? Although it it is uh, it'll be a smaller um, it'll be a smaller data stream. Um, for similar to for a similar video to um, to, to be displayed as say H two sixty four. Now, so random. Sorry, I was going to say it's just it's just an evolution of what VP nine was. Okay, and random noob is in chat is saying, and remember this is coming from chat. We don't we haven't verified this, but he says AV one is the successor to VP nine and also has the support of Apple, and that's that's huge. So <laughs> I, I wonder if VP nine is Google's current stopgap and then they're going to move over to av1 eventually and they'll probably what my guess is that will happen is they will detect oh you're on an old chromecast ultimate we're going to send you a vp9 stream uh oh you're on the the new chromecast with the remote uh we're going to send you an av1 stream and the av1 will you know maybe it will have less latency maybe it will uh use use less data uh whatever it is i think that i i i think that this is good for more than just the fact that it will have a remote and uh, <laughs> uh, I won't have to use my phone in order to uh, bring bring up a show or uh, a game. 
Yeah, I mean that I got a Chromecast back when they were first offered. They they were selling them for oh, I don't even remember what it was. It was like fifteen dollars or something. And I ordered one just to see what it was. And I got the box and I'm like, well, where where the hell's the remote? Like, what? What is this thing? And then I had to read. I'm like, oh, I have to control everything over my phone. That's ridiculous. I'm never going to use this. And I didn't. <laughs> it's it. I hooked it up once, did a stream from my browser, and then I never, never touched it again. So that's always been a little bit weird to me. But I know a lot of people don't like remotes. So using your phone is is second nature for them. So yeah. everyone's a little different. That's true. I, I use it. We use it all the time because we just yell at the, the the robot on the shelf over there and then the thing comes mm-hmm. up on the screen. So it's awesome. All right. Sure. So that's all of the news stories for today. We're already almost to an hour. So we're going to have to hit these crowd play uh, things real quick. We had a lot of people send in uh send in ideas and things to talk about first off we had paul in very at the very beginning of the show uh they sent in a super chat and they said i hope you're great guys i love your content thank you very much for that the cycling granddad that's very specific uh, <laughs> that sounds like an animal crossing um <laughs> like what's the the thing uh, that the thing on your passport uh, Nook Miles. Uh, well, no, my son has a. Oh, uh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the um. Oh, what is? Oh, I can't remember what they call it in the game, but yeah, it's like you're. You can name yourself. Yeah. Um, in in the game using various words that you unlock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cycling granddad sent in a super chat with no message. Thank you very much for that. Raven Anime uh, became a uh, superhero, I believe. It came up earlier. That's like the highest tier that you can. So thank you for that. Uh, here we go. William Millard sent in a super chat they said is there anything you'd like to see in new hardware such as a new controller or the next chromecast well we just got done talking about the next chromecast but is there anything that you would like to see in maybe the next stadia controller um not really i i'm really i'm happy with the stadia controller i i love the fact that it's um that it it, it it's Wi-Fi. Um, the one thing that I'd really love is not really so much to do with the controller, but more to do with uh, features of Stadia would be just if I plug a headphone um, or, or head, headset into it, I only want the chat audio to come through the headset. I don't want all the game audio to come through the headset. So that's more of a of a of a software thing than a Stadia controller thing. Yes. And I would like that, too, because. I would like to sometimes play with uh, viewers and actually be able to talk to them. But if I'm streaming, I don't want what they're saying to come out on stream because I don't I can't control what they're going to say. So uh, that's that's another reason why I often don't play with viewers. Or if I do, I always turn voice chat off, which, you know, I was playing Get Packed the other day and it kind of took all the fun out of it because Get Packed. I really think you (laughs) want to be on voice chat with somebody. Uh, thank you very much for the yep. question, William. Uh, uh, Paul Roper became a member. Thank you for that. Uh, Ray Sherrod sent in a super chat. And they said, Octopath Traveler is awesome. Buy it. Now, you've played that before <laughs> on Switch, right? Yeah. Did you finish it? I did. Okay. I, I finished. I didn't finish everybody's story, though. Oh, okay. I, I got a lot of people who were making comments in um, in my Let's Play about the price of it. Uh, and I think it's for 50 bucks. I believe it's 50 bucks. I, I definitely think it's, it's a, it's a game that like it's how much, how many hours do, do, do you think you had in it? Oh, geez. I don't even know. Um, 
I mean, it's not it's not a long game, but it's not a short game. So I I, I would think you'd, you'd at least get a, a dollar an hour <laughs> if you're going to play <laughs> through the whole game at that price. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 a pretty meaty game, but it's not like a, it, it's not like a Final Fantasy, um, like a big Final Fantasy 12 or something like that that can take like 50, 60, 70 hours to uh, to complete. All right. Uh, Tom Slater sent in a super chat. They said, Wi-Fi 6, will this uh, this will be big for some people. So do you think that it's possible that the new Chromecast that is rumored, by the way, that's just a rumor, um, will mm. come with Wi-Fi 6? I don't. I don't even know. Um, to do you be think honest, it's I haven't looked in. Um, I, I think supporting any new standard um, with new hardware that comes out or even even um, standards that will be out shortly. Um, I, I don't I don't even know if there are many routers out there that support um, AX uh, networks, which I believe that's what Wi-Fi 6 is, is um, 802.11 AX, I believe. I, I don't even know of any consumer based routers or many consumer based routers that support it other than like the five six hundred dollar like killer gamer um routers that are available so um yeah i don't know if if it supports it if they can support the new spec i mean that's that's a great thing and it makes it makes it future proof um for new routers are going to be coming out over the next um one to five years say yeah i think that that becomes more important way down the line but i don't see it's that it's a bad thing to include it now right now Mm -hmm. it's not really necessary because we can stream a 4k stream 60 frames per second no problem over current Wi-Fi standards. Uh, using uh, in the future, though, you know, uh, last year at GDC, they're up on stage and they had the sign behind them, 8K, 120 frames per second, which is, you know, that's pie in the sky, crazy talk. Will it happen eventually? Absolutely, it will happen eventually. All right, people always want the bigger numbers, but uh, right now it's not necessary. But if you're going to get that 120 frames per second, if you're going to get that uh, 8K, I think you might like the data stream for that is going to be like insanely bigger. Yep. Uh, Sukotronic sent in a super chat. Thank you very much for that with no comment. And that is it for all of those super chats and memberships. So thank you very much to everybody for sending those in. They really. They really do help uh, support the show. Uh, anything else to talk about before we get out of here, Lloyd? No, I just looked into the Octopath Traveler price, and it's eighty three ninety nine in Canada, so it's probably fifty nine ninety nine in in the states. Is it? I thought it was fifty dollars for some reason. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit cheaper, but but yeah, eighty four bucks. Yikes! Um, I will not be double dipping on that one uh, <laughs> to play it again on Stadia. As much as I'd love to play through it again, I'll just uh, fire it up on my Switch. Yeah, uh, I will say this. Uh, I I don't I don't have an eye for these things, so I don't notice the difference between thirty frames per second or sixty frames per second unless I'm looking at them side by side. Uh, somebody had left a comment in mind that it looked better on Stadia than it did on Switch, and I asked, "Well, why is that?" And they said, "Oh, the Switch was thirty frames per second, and this is sixty frames per second. I have no idea if that's true or not. I think it looks fantastic. I'm having a blast with it. It's an mm-hmm. awesome game." It is. All right. It is a lot of fun. Follow the show on Twitter at StadiaCast. Follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Follow Lloyd on Twitter at Dazme. That's D-A-S-M-E. 
Um, make sure to use that hashtag StadiaCast so that we can find your tweets. You can also join our Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And uh, Lloyd has his own community Discord over at rezd.tv slash Discord. The music that you are hearing right now is Subterranean Kamikaze by Zircon. Check out their stuff at zirconstudios.bandcamp.com. Thank you to them for letting us use their music. Lloyd, have an awesome day, man. Yeah, you too. Take it easy, everybody. 